Before listening, ask a doctor if your heart is healthy enough for Dallas Cowboys football. This is Hanging with the Boys. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, and Shannon Gross. Shannon. Shannon. Woo-wee, boys! Football. Feeling good? Man, how could you not feel good, Kurt? Are you kidding me? You going to come in here and ask me that? Oh, no. You guys are welcome. I'm just going to say that right off the top. You're welcome. I believe I stood right here into this microphone on Friday and promised you guys the Cowboys would win because I was not going to let them lose last night. You're welcome. You're welcome, Cowboys Nation. You're welcome. You're taking all the credit, huh? Damn right. I called it. I told you I was not going to let them Giants come into our house and take a victory out of here again. Man, it was a nice, it was a nice old-fashioned NFC game. And, uh, and I can appreciate that because the personal battles uh, that guys had to overcome in difficult situations, uh, to play hard, to play smart, uh, they earned it. Felt like old-school yeah. football. Yeah, they, they earned it, man, with, with timely running. Uh, good catches when need to be. Uh, kept the chains moving. Uh, what 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 it was on third down? It was uh, eight for eight for fifteen. And then if you go back and look at them last year, there was one for fifteen. So they <laughs> went from zero percent to fifty percent. I mean, it, it, it's it's just amazing when you see a game of this magnitude. And like I say, depending on whether you're a fantasy football league guy, which I'm not, you know, if you're a fantasy football league guy, you know, you, you, you can't appreciate this game. You can't understand how hard fought it was. If you go back and look at the film and look at some of the personal battles, and we'll probably get into that, man, but uh, I can go on and on and not really talk about the football game. I can go on and on because of what I saw players doing. You know, Scandrick go down. Uh, so many storylines. So many storylines. I want to get his a, name a right. Awuzie. Awuzie yeah. steps steps in to the point where you don't even just know call, he's just there. Just call him Cheeto. He's playing. You know, no, no, no. I gotta. No, nah, he gotta do a little bit in that. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's just guys doing what they do, man. But I'm, I'm gonna be quiet, man. I'm gonna let Kurt get some of this, man. Because see, Kurt ain't <laughs> no. man. See, you no. see, you know me. You still geek from last night because we doing what? We standing up. Right. We, we talked. Yeah. Kurt, Kurt's got a shoulder. Kurt's talking, man, I, I, I was in here right to 2 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> me man, and Mickey. Man, oh, man. my God. Oh, Give me a break. Man. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> right. no, my fingers hurt. My fingers hurt. Stand up. Stand up. Thank you for helping us win that game. Thank you for helping us win that game, baby. Yeah. No, We got somebody in the back, too, now. Who is that making them people clap like that? The general? Yeah, that's General Patton back there. That's what I, was. I got so I excited, go I, I ripped my plug out of my headphones. <laughs> I hear you, brother. Trying to I come across you. that table like a cat squirrel. <laughs> cat squirrel. <laughs> nice. Let's yeah. get into it, man. There's so many storylines in, in this game. Did it surprise you guys? I'm in trouble with a buddy of mine because mm-hmm. he, he texted me uh, last Thursday or Friday, and he was like, I drafted Zeke in my fantasy league. Who should I handcuff him with, Alfred Morris or McFadden? I said 100% McFadden. Right, right. Number two on the depth chart. He's been taking all the the second team reps in camp. McFadden, hands down, inactive. That was surprising. Were y'all surprised by that? And and then to hear that these two guys knew it all week. 
Alfred Morris and McFadden knew it. Oh, really? Yeah, they knew that, hey, you know what? We may go with Alfred. But I'm going to tell you something. One thing Jason Garrett is is really getting his players to understand is this may not be your week. You know, work through it with us. You may, you may not be happy to, happy as a competitor. Work through it with us. We're just trying to do the best for this team to win. You know, because – and one thing I've always looked at, and I hate to say this because <laughs> it makes me laugh, but it makes other people cringe. Because the other alternative, you can be walking up and down the street with your buddies watching the game. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. In your, in your <laughs> shorts on your couch. <laughs> yeah, thank, yeah. Thank you. So do you think this move uh, starting Morris was just a matchup with the Giants? Or you think they're going to go – It could be. It could be that he they think he's a better fit for for this offensive line. They, they could think that uh, – uh, a lot of things, but the good thing about it is he's a veteran guy, maybe not as fast as McFadden. Uh, don't put the ball on the ground, which McFadden don't either. It's just they saw something that, as a coaching staff that made them feel like Morris would be better for this, for this, as a backup for this game. So uh, us not being in there, man, we can speculate. We can get the – you know, the social media going on something, we speculate, but I, I choose not to do that. I just don't know why. I, I'll be honest with you, Kurt. Well, it's it not makes like sense, he did though. much, though. No, he didn't Four do much. Four carries for one yard. No, he didn't do much, but last <laughs> year he was successful against them. And like Nate says, he's got a lot of experience against the Giants from his time in Washington, and the Giants have as bad a good a defense as they're going to face. So maybe it makes sense to let that guy let his experience Roll that out there, see what happens. Let, let, but it's still, it is, it's speculation. Kurt, uh, fellas, listen to me. I'm looking at this film, right? And this, this is how good their they defense is, the Giants. It was some runs where Zeke had to do some ump. And when I, I saw the same runs with McFadden, and it was just back to the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. maybe a half-yard game. We don't realize – now, we say we do. But we don't realize how special Zeke is. You know, uh, whenever, whenever things seemed like it was getting out of whack, you notice we'll toss, we'll toss it to him out of the backfield. He'll make something happen. We'll give him a run. You, you see one time where they showed on TV where he – they called it a jump cut, but he stopped turned to his right and ran straight down the line like it was an alley, then turned up. You know what I'm saying? A lot of backs can't do that, homie. He was running running hard last yes. night. Like being on the field, you, he would stick his nose in there and, and push. And he a lot of times yes, sir. he'd carry the pile to – you know, now his big yeah. offensive linemen were helping push him through. No, no. You had it right. They were stalemated. And see, this is what I keep trying to tell people. They were stalemated. He hit the line, and all of a sudden you see Losing. it moving. <laughs> you, you get, and yeah. see, I tell you that. Now, Emmett wasn't as big as him, but we as an offensive line, and I know these guys are smarter, we always said in our mind, if we can just get the biggest amount of material, uh, the biggest wood possible on a guy, and if it's a stalemate, we win. Because Emmett, was, once he hit us, we was moving. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of times, you know, you would see Zeke. And, uh, uh, I'm going to tell you one play where he ran up in the middle. You remember when he spent? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys were free. If you go back and look, it's some guys that missed their block. Mm-hmm. 
But by the time Zeke got through, everybody was like, man, office line did a great job. Office line ain't touched nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and it was times where it was a concerted effort where the offensive line looked good and was in concert with one another. And it was times where guys was breaking down or hitting guys and, 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 and disengaging, and Zeke was, was right there, and at the right time, he'll punch it. Yeah, I think you forget it's, it's, you know, it's been so long since we've seen him on the field, how good he is, and you know, all the offseason. Well, if he misses six games, we'll be fine. We've got McFadden. We've got Morris. You know, we've got Rod Smith. Not going to be good. No. no. You forget how good that guy is. Yeah, you know? because uh, – I saw him one time. I saw I saw uh, Harris, big number ninety seven, whatever his number. I saw him, you know, a couple of times. And this is what I'm saying by battling, by by knowing that you're good and you're gonna lose some and win some. I saw him once, a couple of times, just walk out center straight back. Bro. Yeah, Frederick had his hands full. I mean, he had his hands full of man last night. <laughs> and and, uh, and but by the same token, I see him getting getting there, and this. This Harrison guy, that's why you work on technique. Because when when our center, our guards were perfect technique, they held him off. But if they technique slipped just a little bit, that was a lot of meat coming forward. <laughs> <laughs> Zeke, wow. Yeah, Zeke, just 24 uh, carries, just a measly 104 yards. And if you just really quietly got there, you know, just ground – that's a game you probably like to see, huh, Nate? Uh, yeah, the man. battle up front. Wasn't a lot of big plays. It was just grinded out. Grinded, man. No mistakes. Keep the mistakes to a minimum. And and what was the what was the the biggest? Your guy, Chaz Green. Is, is yes, is he going to stay there? He's going to stay there. I mean, he had a couple of pulls. Like I say, once he got out into open space, he hit the guy. He got to learn to stay engaged a little bit more. He hit the guy, but. Their linebackers are much better, much improved, uh, the Giants. Uh, you know, they ran underneath a couple of things. They ran through our guys. Couple, and Yeah, that Goodson had 18 tackles. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> 14 sold. Yeah, but a lot of that because of 47 plays they ran that first. <laughs> at first uh, but when I, when I look at little things where Green hit a guy in open space, you know, he kind of comes off. You know, he don't stay engaged as as uh, the president does, Zach Martin. He don't stay as engaged as he does, but he'll learn that in time. Yeah. Was he good, uh, you know, just firing off the just line? Just firing off the ball. You know, him and which guy had a couple of deuce blocks. He, they they maintained. Uh, they, they, they didn't hesitate to run off the left side. You, you can tell when a guy ain't doing good, they're kind of like, oh, let's stay from over there. You know, but they, they ran off that left side. They ran up the middle. One thing I think Coach Lenahan did is he made the defensive line defend every, I call it that 15-yard box. You know, 15 yards back, 15 yards forward, 15 yards to the side. And they had to defend every inch of that box. Uh -huh. And uh, he made them run in that first half. And that made things easier in the second half. He made them guys stretch out, move to the side, uh, and they got up in the middle of sometimes. So this is the most physical I've seen our offensive line be. Really? Normally, you know, they're out running all the time, getting to the edge, just running a bunch of screens, but they got physical. And, and the Giants, they are physical. And our guys got physical. So nice game, man. I mean, That's just impressive. from that standpoint. 
There's other things, other players and stuff, but I just got lost in the offensive line. I think, you know, some people thought maybe Green, they could cover him because he's got two pro bowlers next to him, but he held his own. I mean, I, I thought, Yes, he did. Yeah, I mean, he came – it was a clean game. I don't think he gave up any – No. He didn't get bull – you know, torn up or anything, no penalties. I, he, he held up. You know, I, I saw a couple of times where, you know, I was like, oh, boy, because they rolled him up. And he kind of – and I'm kind of thinking he's thinking in his mind too, you know. He 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 would look around, you know. He'd get about the guy. He would look around like, hey, I'm all right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because Full I contact. guess yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess when you got to be thinking about that. Yeah, it seems like every time something go wrong is you. You know, oh hey, I go again. I'm cramping. Oh hey, I go again. I got rolled up. You know? <laughs> you know? Just making sure he's okay. Yeah, huh? man. One piece. I'm good. What about Dak? Shaky. Starting off, pulled it together in the second half. What'd you guys think of his? Brodis had a theory that he was sweaty. You know that he just was. He was dripping sweat. Oh, yeah, they say he was just huh. sweating. Brodis think a lot of that, but I said, I said, Brodis, that sounds good, and I like how Dak, you know, at, 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 at uh, press conference, oh yeah, it's my fault, and da da this, and no, I wasn't amped. Oh come on, man, yeah. <laughs> I said, you know, I'm about to call you on that one. Yeah, yeah you were <laughs> amped. Stretching bro. a little bit. Yeah, you were amped. You were ready to play, you know. And uh, and you had pressure. You know, they didn't have pressure all the time, but they had pressure enough and at the right time in situations where uh, he had to move around. He wasn't as comfortable. I mean, uh, Jason Pierre-Paul wasn't going to let that happen, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, – so, you know, he couldn't just step up every time, you know, because uh, Mr. Harrison was bringing heat up the middle. So they were doing good. And Janoris Jenkins, for the most part, was on our boy Dez. He was stuck to him yeah, that pretty was good. good. That's talk about good matchup. Oh, man, that was that was a matchup made in heaven there, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, I'm like, man, I, I bet Jenkins said, I'm your girlfriend. Wherever you go, I'm going to. <laughs> you know, but you ain't leaving me to the house. Hey, they were talking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were talking it up. Oh, yeah. Way. You ain't leaving me to the house. I'm going wherever you go. You look up, I'm going to be standing right there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to come down with that one-handed catch in the end zone. Yeah. He, he he did. But it's something about the, about the Cowboys along with Dez versus the Giants that we just cannot come on top with a catch like that. No, well, but Beasley did. I was going to say everybody else can. Odell can. Beasley. Holy yeah. cow. Wow. What would, that was fun. That was unreal. That 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 was a what you call a player that's locked in, that knows what need to be done, uh, stay within his framework, calm, cool, collective man, and uh, he did what he had to do, and that, and that kept a drive alive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that ended up some more clock, man. And uh, I know we scattered all out around, but man, it's just guys that uh, that makes a difference. And, and this is the type of preparation that Jason Garrett talks about. When you prepare the right way and you do the right things and you focus, the big plays fall right in place. You see how tight that game was, how meaningful it was, but at the right time, you come up with a big play. And all of a sudden, it's not just a big play, it's a wild play. Mm -hmm. Wild plays come – when you when you prepare the correct way to handle the little things right, and uh, he knew that he had to catch the ball, he knew they had to stay in bounds, and that stayed his focus. Even though he had to make a great, you know, uh, 
name call catch, I guess, you know, because he caught it on his on his name, you know. <laughs> uh, he did it with awareness to stay in bounds. And, and wow, that's something I, I know Jimmy Johnson would have been like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because you look at you look at this thing. I listened to Jason Witten a little bit before the game, and he was saying to the media, we 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 for ten or twelve days we've been preparing for the Giants. When I when we went to training camp, it was like, man, we got an extra game, and wow, this this is too long. He said, but once they got to training camp, he said. It was so much fun that it flew by because guys were preparing. Guys was talking about getting ready for the season. You saw guys whenever it was a chance, an opportunity to work. Young guys working, focused, older guys showing them the way. I've been in training camps like that. You know, some, some of them turned out special, some of them not so special. But at least you know everybody's going in the right direction. Yeah. What was the, uh, what was the press box like when Cole caught that ball? Stunned. Everybody was pretty amazed by that. You know, you had to see the replay because yeah. you couldn't believe it at first. And it was on our sideline, so it was a little bit covered. But yeah, it was it was amazing. Yeah, it was. Let, let me ask you a question, Beard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was what was it what was it like in the stadium, bro? I oh, mean, it was it was nuts. Typical, you know, home opener Sunday night football against the Giants. It was loud. It, it was super loud. See, and the reason I asked that is because. Around here, we haven't consistently had that. We've had some year where it's been like, we got to do something special before the crowd crunk up. So that's one of my things is, was they geek from the kickoff? Was they ready to rip and roar from the kickoff? Yeah, yeah. and it was, That's it, good. It was a football crowd, too, because, yes. you know, a couple of times they would get loud when we were on offense. But for the most part, you know, when they needed to be a little quieter, they were. And then, you know, a couple of those – uh, Giants third down plays. It was it was loud. Like I don't know if I don't think it was the loudest. I think the loudest I've ever heard it in there was probably the playoff game. Maybe uh, with Detroit a couple years ago. But you know what, man? But it was loud. It was good. You know what I tell people? I understand about being smart. You know, being quiet when the offense got the ball. But you know what? Get it up. <laughs> I, 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 That's because, what she said. I, I don't care, man. You know, rock rock that thing because yep. we'll find out a way to hear. You know, we'll we'll get it. We'll we'll do something. I mean, I, I want that energy because that'll ride down on a player, man. Yeah. You know that that, that energy will ride. I mean, yeah. looking at Jalen, man, it, it's it's like he he thought he was in Notre Dame, brother. Whether he was making a tackle or not, he was he was geeked and jumping, man. Yeah. What'd you think of him? About his body, the way he moved. How did how'd you feel about it? Man, I saw one time, and he didn't make the he didn't make uh, eye opening jarring tackle, but he got up in that hole one time, and he kind of arm tackled the guy, and uh, somebody else helped him. But I, I'm saying, wow, in maybe two weeks, three weeks, he may come up and just rip this guy's head off. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he still you, you still see where you know he's not putting his shoulder into things but I saw last night, man, where he just instinctively uh, met a guard up in the hole, stymied him with his hands. You know, the guy still got a game, but he stymied him with his hands and he got off and made the tackle. That was great to see because when you're in a game and you got one of them hogs laying up on you, <laughs> you know, that's the time you go, oh, my leg. You know, he, he didn't think about it, bro. Yeah. If I mean, he, he didn't think about it. 
I was shocked. I think everybody was that he would he play 35, 36 snaps. Oh, like that? yeah. I mean, nobody was expecting that. For even going into training camp, you weren't even sure he was going to be on the field. Right, right. And then he, the only time he really came off, I think, is when they went to their nickel and dime packages. So yes, sir. But y- y- you know what? But I- I'm of this, and y'all know, y'all have heard me say it. Once you put him in the game, let him play. Right. You know. Don't worry about the snaps and just let him play because he's only gonna get better as he plays. You can't you can't come off that type of injury and stand on the sideline. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get better. <laughs> I'm gonna get better. So you get out there and get involved and let that blood flow, let that adrenaline flow. That's when you get better. Yeah. From what you saw last night, say if he doesn't get better, say he quits progressing and right now is all that he ever is. Is he? Is he good enough to start? Let me say this right here, and I'm not trying to be funny, Beard. I don't think in them terms. He's got to get better because if he gets better, that puts us closer to the playoffs. And if, he, if that puts us closer to the playoffs, that means we got a chance at the NFC Championship game. If we got a chance at that, then you could be dancing with the stars. So he's got to get better, <laughs> and he will get better. Well, it's going to be scary. him If he does, he continues to get better. Him and yeah. Lee, him and Lee are a – Oh, uh, I mean, you, you, crazy duo just right think, there. man, Damian Wilson, Hitchens, Jalen, and Sean Lee. Yep. They don't get much better than that. Nah, you're you, you, you going to have guys that are so interchangeable and guys that you, you don't even have to take off the field. You know, if, if a guy over there dealing with a shoelace, you, you ain't got to take – who you got to take none of these guys off the field. They can all play dime. They can all play nickel. They, they're all first and second down guys anyway. So you got to take these guys off the field. If this guy, you know, we know Hitchens can ball. We know Sean Lee can ball. Damian Wilson is start trying to find himself a little bit still. But he's a hustler. So <clears throat> uh, you, those four guys, and then you got uh, Wilbur, you know, is just that guy. You know, and I hate to use this bad. It's not a good name or a term of you. He's a, he's a, he's a plotter. He's a grinder. He's a guy that can spot play you and give you what you need. So he's dependable. Though. Yeah, he's very dependable. So that good word, uh, Scott. I mean, Kurt. Good good word. I mean, I, I like that. Man. <laughs> I guess that comes with your writing skills. Yeah, that, he's the, he's the words and stats guy. Yeah, yeah whatever. Let's, <laughs> let's let's take our uh, our first break of the day. When we come back, let's uh, let's stay on the defense a little bit and uh, yeah, talk about that. Talk about that and talk about some uh, some key injuries that happened in the game. Hanging with the boys, we'll be back directly. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream save and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credits start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Hey, Cowboys fans. Did you know that over the next few years, more than a million service members will transition from military to civilian life? Veterans face unique challenges when they get out of the military, and Bank of America and the Dallas Cowboys are teaming up to help with financial education, career opportunities, and support of military nonprofits and organizations locally in North Texas and across the country. We're proud to support our troops and are deeply grateful for the dedication and sacrifice of our service members and veterans. 
Bank of America, official bank of the Dallas Cowboys, invites you to join us in our efforts to get involved by tagging game day photos on social media using hashtag Troop Thanks. That's hashtag Troop Thanks. And by learning more about our commitment to veterans at bankofamerica.com slash military support. Together, we can thank our troops in ways that make a real difference. Copyright 2016, Bank of America Corporation. It's bowling night with friends and you're hanging out together. You picked up a spare, but you're craving something better. A thirst froze deep inside, you don't know what to do. You crave a nice cold Dr. Pepper and a hero to save you. Crave Rider. You have to wave of Dr. Pepper when you're craving Dr. Pepper. Crave Rider. When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Pick up an ice cold 20-ounce bottle today. Dr. Pepper. The one you crave. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit Stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest you back to hanging with the boys kurt reach over there and get that card and tell us about some tommy john underwear all right make the switch to tommy john innovative men's underwear that never rides up i wear it it's worth the hype plus it's backed by the best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guaranteed shop exclusive cowboys underwear tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys for 20 percent off your first order tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys douglas have you worn your, your tommy johns yet i've got them on for the first Whoa! time right now what's the verdict they're good. <laughs> they're pretty good they just make you giggle don't they <laughs> nate i'm telling you just wow. wait just wait till we get that special that extra sexy in yeah when, wow. when when nate was talking about somebody had a whole lot of man to handle i was thinking that's going to be nate's tommy johns in a few years <laughs> did you do you use the front escape trap or do you, do you i have not had like, an opportunity yet i don't think wait a minute it's 220 and you ain't peed yet um, oh, you need to hydrate there. We had a. <laughs> you need some water in your system. We had power outage. And, well, well you your know, power ain't out. <laughs> yeah, I guess I did go to the restroom, but I, I, did, oh, I didn't two. even think about number that two. Option. It's called it's called routine. He, he he routinely does it another way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> can we move on? Yes, we can, Nate. Yeah. Yes, we can. You don't want to break down uh, Douglas's. Uh, Bathroom habits? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm good. Wow. I, want, I want to talk about this defense some more. Wow, man. I mean, you kind of lost me there, man. How, how about when the guys will be leading the show go off the rails? <laughs> Give me back on. Just nudge me back on, Nate. Right. This defense, are they that good or are the Giants' offense that bad? Can you what did we see you, last night? Repeat what you just said. Is the defense that good or is the Giants' offense that bad? Now, Kurt, could you answer that? Well, I think that Giants offensive line is pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of this week here. Everywhere I went, everybody said, man, your son played for UT San Antonio. I said, yeah, yeah. Man, that was a great victory, man. That was super, man. I'm like, thank you, thank you. He said, man, but you know, uh, Baylor isn't that good. <laughs> I'm like, okay, thanks for the back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What but, did we, What did we see on defense last night? We saw – Demarcus Lawrence, yes, do what sir. He said Nate, you've been saying it. He just needs to make plays. 
Yeah. He, he needs to get after the quarterback. We didn't know what we were going to see. That's the guy we need to see. Yes. Week I, in and week out. From that left, from that left defensive end spot, man. He he worked it out. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that uh, he went against an all-pro tackle. He didn't. I mean, and they was twisting and stunting and Malik and him and, and, and Paya and all those guys were doing their thing. But you still have to make the plays when presented. And they made the plays. I mean, Demarcus Lawrence uh, got disengaged a couple times, hit guys for losses, uh, got a couple of sacks, uh, just, just played uh, – with a reckless abandon. I mean, he played like he just, he let his instincts take over. He, he wasn't, you know, mechanical. He wasn't thinking about his moves. He was just doing what he had to do. He was getting off on the rock. He was hustling to the ball. I mean, he just – he played a good game. Now, whether he played a con- uh, complete game, the, 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 the tape and video that we watch, you know, don't show us, you know, you, you have to go through so much just to rewind a TV – view <laughs> you know but uh I wanted to get in and get with Broadus man and, and try to get with him to see but he went answer his phone with just you guys <laughs> w- what you, he saw you know did you notice on the play that uh Eli missed Brandon Marshall out left in the flat on third down wide open and uh Demarcus Lawrence started on that left side he ran all the way around behind Eli stuck his paw out nearly hit the ball but missed it then kept on running all the way around, and he was nearly in position to block yeah. the pass that yeah. went out to Marshall. Yeah, that was incredible. He, I mean, it, the play didn't happen, but he was so close both places. You know, you know, you, you all heard me say, you know, I was cracking jokes, but a couple of times, you know, here early in our season before it started, I say, well, you know what, Rod Marinelli can't play eleven positions. It seemed like he could play play about eight of them. Yeah. And you, I mean, you said it. This wasn't a, a all pro offensive line they right. were against, but they did what good teams need to do against the line like that. Yes. Held them to three points. Yeah. Yes, and you were disruptive all night and didn't let Eli get comfortable. That's what you've been talking about. How the interior line yeah. to, for the guys to be successful on the outside, the interior guys got to do it. And Malik, Collins and yeah. Higher, they were. They put the pressure on. Yes, they did. I mean, a couple of times, you know, I saw where they are, uh, you know, guys was shoving, you know, Malik a little extra. You know, he kind of got out of bounds. They throw him on the ground, but they, he'd be three yards deep. The quarter, Eli couldn't step up nowhere. Mm-hmm. Everything he was doing was a little bit up, two inches up, and mostly to the left or the right. And and that, that just falls right into play, you know, uh, Tapper. I want to see more of him because – he is so fast to a scary. He's like a changeup. Mm-hmm. You know, you 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 know that he's like a, a good solid closer. You know, he's he's a changeup guy, man. And uh, his speed last night showed mm-hmm. a couple of times during the pass rush. And uh, I I can't wait tonight to see what Denver is about, so we can start critiquing them and see you know because their offensive line is is much. It don't take much. It's two offensive lines. That I'm not high on, and uh, but they got great defenses backing them. And that's why everybody think they're gonna be good. I'm not high on the New York Giants line, obviously, and the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, yeah. but the defenses <laughs> are so great, mm-hmm. so they think that that's gonna take up. But the quarterbacks ain't loving it. I mean, Eli waking up this morning like, <laughs> oh wow, man, really? Wilson was running for his life. And, life and Wilson, Wilson normally can. Get out of the well, some pass rushes. He like, man, he just gave up. I saw him Eli a couple of times. Like, I can't forget this. <laughs> but uh, 
when when you look at a defensive line, you're always looking for that stud. Mm-hmm. But we have been trained around here for the last few few years to look at the impact of what a group can do. Mm-hmm. This group played well, uh, like 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 you said, like I try to. You know, and like Kurt honestly said, you know, I couldn't say it because I want to get the defense all the play. Who was the who was good and who was bad? And you say the the offensive line for the Giants are bad, but I would like to see next week. I I, would, I really would because that that is that's going to be something special because if our defensive line can build on that, mm-hmm. and now that. Uh, Scandrick going to be out a couple of weeks. We get to see some of the young guys starting to assert themselves. And this is what I, this is what I wanted more than anything. I, I don't like uh, – Scandrick is a starter. And, and I'm not saying Nolan Carroll is not a starter. He is for this team at this time. But when you have young talent that you have wooed and awed about and, and now they get a chance to play, I'd rather for them to play the first five or six games because – Fellas, we know starting with Kansas City in November how this thing is going to have to be. Yeah, speaking of the young guys, yeah. how about Anthony Brown? Whenever I looked out on the field and I saw Brandon Marshall, however tall he is, he looked like he was a foot and a half taller than Anthony Brown. I was like, if I was Eli, I would throw the ball in that direction every – he he locked him down. Man, he, 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 he can run. Anthony Brown can run, and he's instinctive. You know, I was listening to Chris last night. He say he set Eli up, you know, with the way he played that interception. Uh, the only criticism I have for, for Anthony Brown is interceptions around here are f- few and far between. So when you get your hand on one, cradle it to your body real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give it back up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was so nervous, man. I, I was like, oh, my God. I, yeah. Come on, man. You made this great play. Don't let this dude get this chump, you know what I'm saying, reception. <laughs> wow, man. It's just – it's just it's just refreshing to see a Cowboys team this early in the season, because if you go around the league, nobody nobody lit it up. Who everybody quote unquote saying this is a playoff team, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the Texans they get ten sacks. Wow. Yeah. And think about that. The Texans were one of the places people thought Romo should go. Could, yeah. Would he would he be playing the rest of the season <laughs> right. today if he had been not on the field yesterday? Out of the first quarter. <laughs> Let me tell you right here. You couldn't tell me that Andy Dalton was going to throw four interceptions. Now Kirk Cousins was me and Kirk Cousins, because he yeah. that's what he do at the beginning of the year. He's so he's so gotta show management. I'm worth twenty million dollars a year to take him a few games. Like, okay, let me get this twenty-three and settle down and play football. And I tell you what, we went over the schedule Friday. We just kind of dismissed the Rams. Like, oh, it's yeah. the Rams, we're winning. How many points yeah. did they put up? Let me t- well, they Colts. I, I, you know what, sir? <laughs> you know <laughs> what? Football. You know what, Kurt? I, I it's hard to put up four to six points. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, I don't care how bad you is. It's hard to put up four to six points. Now, the question is what you do next week. See, I, I tell people a lot of times it's, it's easy to for that one week momentum rolling your way, you catch fire. But now, can you maintain that, that? You know, that's why a lot of coaches say, hey, man, let maintain this slow burn. 
and let it go and let it go. And at the end, we just gonna blow up over everybody. In the last three or four games, going we gonna just we just at night and blow up on everybody. We'll keep a slow, sturdy burn, and we'll eat up a little bit more each week. You know. So now, can they? Is they? Is they exploded all in one week? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> week one. Yeah, done, they huh? do it all in week one, and next week it'd be like, ah, uh, okay, that's the Rams, we know. They got the Redskins <laughs> next week, so it'll be a little tougher. That's a nice defense. Yeah. That's a nice defense. Let me ask you guys this. I I was running around all over the place and was kind of in and out of the game and, and didn't get to watch as much of it as I would like to. What did uh, Jeff Heath and Byron Jones look like? Didn't hear, didn't hear a lot Stayed of talk home. about them. Stayed home. Made tackles when they were supposed to, and and, and with with the, with the linebackers running around and making the plays that they were making. Yeah, yeah. Byron only had two yeah. tackles. Yeah, Heath had four. I mean, yeah, which is good because you want your linebackers stopping those. Yeah, guys because what what Sean Lee had eight. And yeah, Jalen had seven. seven. And I mean, and they only played fifty-seven plays, so. The main time, main time I noticed Byron Jones was on an Eli overthrow, and Byron did like the most acrobatic attempt at an interception without right. getting anywhere close to it <laughs> that you'll ever see. But uh, yeah, they didn't have to do that much. It, it's it. I'm, I'm gonna say this here, man. The Giants, unless I'm missing something here. They got a lot to work on, even when I, even yeah. when even when when the big dog get back, mm -hmm. when Odell get back, you, you you got to work on you you got too good of a defense. And I used to feel this way about Tony. We had too good of a quarterback, and they got too good of a defense. That's wasting. That's wasteful, bro. That was my thoughts after last That's night. Wasteful, man. I mean, Beckham's going to help them some, but is he he's not going to help them that much. You know? Nah, nah. Because our cornerbacks, Scandrick is, is way above average. Uh, Brown is getting better each game. Nolan Carroll is Nolan Carroll. Awuzier, uh, he's going to get better. Jordan, we'll find Jordan Lewis in the mix. We'll find Woods in the mix, but. <clears throat> You only get better as the season go on to a certain point, and then you are who you are. Mm -hmm. They yeah. got a lot of they 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 gotta they gotta go by leaps and bounds here, and I and I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah. They, at the end of the year, we could be like, oh, hey, we go again, Giants and Cowboys. <laughs> you know, don't hey. count them out. No, I'm not. But it's just when you look at it, when you look at it, you be like, they looked at better offensively last year. Mm -hmm. And even though they ain't score a lot of points last year, they just looked a little better. Ingram, you know? Ingram ended up looking pretty decent at tight end. I don't know y'all were talking about him last week, not knowing what to expect. He had some nice plays. Yeah, nice he catches. did, but he did just what I expected. Any any rookie rookie tight end. Yeah. I mean, he didn't do nothing exceptional. I mean, he just and then they couldn't get him involved until the second half. You know, then they had that sixteen play drive. 68 yards and and three points. I mean, that was a lot of work for three points. Mm -hmm. A lot of time you know, off that clock. Yeah, yeah. And, and so that kind of played into, towards our hands too. You talk about it, how they're how the Giants are going to have to improve in a couple of three weeks. Dak's going to hit Dez in the hands on that slant in the end zone. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, the Cowboys left some points on the, you know, off the board. Yep. Question. Even though he should have caught that ball, was wide open, Dak overthrew him. What the hell are you doing first and goal from the two-yard line, throwing three passes in a row <laughs> when you got Zeke in the backfield? <laughs> Nate, please make that make sense to me. It, it don't. It don't. And and you have to allow for your offensive coordinator to do that every now and then. And that's where you got to have a head coach and the rest of the group saying, Coach, come on now, really? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Out thinking. Really, it. coach? <laughs> that reminded me, I, when they did that, I, I thought, that that's a Tony Romo offense. Yeah. Yeah. That was my thought. And that's, you, can't, you don't have that anymore. You got you to. That's when you would blame see? Tony for audibling out. Yeah, I was going to say, did, did Dak check out of that? So or that's, that what I, 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 that's what we don't know. Did he check out? Was it a run, run pass check? And, uh, hey, I, I, Wow, if he did, scary. Des was wide open. Was it was say, a good call. You can't you can't blame him for the call because it should have been a touchdown. Yeah. But still, like okay, Zeke, four times right up the middle, like what we talked about Friday. Hey guys, defensive line, we're gonna run it. Go ahead, and put stick in, it right up your rear. Here, here, you, here you go. Put put nine in the. Sorry about that, ma'am. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I, I, the hit is what got me. To hit. I mean, you hitting us hard, man, with the male, the male hit, hits today, y'all. Okay? Wow. Between Tommy Johns and a lot of man and all this, boy, I don't wonder where your mind at today, bro. Douglas is on a roll here. Yeah. He's on a roll. Speaking of on a roll, let's get into our final roll. Take one break. We'll be back for the last segment of the day, and I don't even know what we're going to talk about. Hanging with the boys, we'll be back directly. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See below for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credits start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Jack Black products are carefully formulated with the finest natural ingredients and proven high-performance skincare technology. You'll find these performance products in the locker room at the Ford Center and in the luxury suites at AT&T Stadium. Go to our website at getjackblack.com and check out all of our game-changing products, including Beard Lube, our award-winning shave cream, and Deep Dive Glycolic Facial Cleanser, a Men's Health Award winner. Again, that's getjackblack.com. Nothing complicated, nothing cosmetic, just superior skincare. Back to hanging with the boys. 
We are back live from the Star in Frisco, Texas. Kurt, we don't have a magazine to promote. You got anything? You want to give anybody a shout out or anything? Yeah. yeah. Come on, you Kurt. You want me to say hi to my family? Or yeah. Something? Yeah. <laughs> All 18 of your kids? Sure. No. Say hello you to your You got 18 mom. kids? I have four. Oh, okay. No, I don't know. I'm kids. trying to get him to adopt me, but he won't do it. I can't afford you. <laughs> I may want order in his house, all right? Is Shannon no. looking for a home cooked meal. I'll order, I'll order Whataburger and Papa John's and get some order in your house. How was the program this week? Stellar. Yeah. It was good. Who was on the cover? Dak. Nice that was man. a good looking cover, too. Thank you. That's Thank mo- you. that's molded after our uh, season tickets, right? It is. It yep. is. It was good. Yep. What uh what feature did you have in there? Dak. Oh, on the cover and the feature. <laughs> yeah, that's the way it goes. Oh, okay. That's how you put that magazine yeah, together? you know. All right. Yeah, he played well, so it turned out good. Yeah. How are things uh, back here in the studio, Nate? You do the pregame show? Is that yeah. Right? We, well, I do a pregame show somewhere else, but we get here in, uh, on a good on a, on a week where it's an earlier game. We'll, you know, we'll do a lot of different shows, you know, but we only had one game night the other night, uh, last night. But uh, it's just so much going on, man, uh, that Scott Purcell and – Mr. Eagleton and all these guys have to be, you know, calling about and talking about. And then you got your department where you doing what you're doing and you got your department and all y'all come together and say, hey, was we successful this weekend? Well, it don't matter. We won. That's right. I didn't even know you. <laughs> so you were here last night, Nate? Uh, yeah, man, but I, I heard you. I was uh, here, too. Yeah, I, I heard you doing you your thing. I heard you doing it. was kind of I heard y'all doing what y'all was doing kind of when I passed by. Oh, yeah. We had nah. some pizza in there if you wanted to drop nah, it. Nah, man, no. Nah, I didn't need that, man. I mean, uh, <laughs> so I was trying to work. I wasn't trying to eat pizza. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> oh, man. Well, a few injuries happened last night with some uh, key starters. Orlando Scandrick banged up his, I guess, his forearm or his hand. Broke a hurt? bone in his hand. How long is he expected to be out? Well, they're, they're going to put a plate in his hand, and I'm not sure how that's going to work. Some kind of plate. And he'll... Likely missed this weekend, but they say he's got a chance to be back for Arizona. Okay. Do we know if it was a compound fracture, anything like that? I haven't heard that. No, they just said a fracture, and they were going to put a plate in it. That was just like that was like the fastest I've heard somebody ruled out for the rest of the game in a long time. I thought, man, that must have visually been obvious when they just immediately send word to the bench, he's not going to come back. I guess, but I would think you're putting a plate in your hand. I'm surprised he'd be back in two weeks, but... That'd be interesting to keep it. It just with. depends on where it's at and how they can cover it up to protect it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what he can wear in the yeah, game. To keep what he, yeah. So, I mean, uh, Scandrick had a, a nice training camp, nice preseason. Just hate to see he's out, you know. Yeah. You just, we need that guy healthy. Yeah. Now, who, who, who took reps for him once he was out? Was it Cheeto? Yeah. And then he got a little banged up at the end of the game. I think the last play or one of the last plays, Brandon yeah. Marshall fell on him awkward and he was limping off. Tweaked his ankle. Tweaked his ankle. Is what's the word on? They him? haven't given an update yet on the his, NFL uh, season has officially begun. <laughs> yes, it has. No injuries and uh, Wednesday, huh? Yeah. So we'll we'll know. But I, I tell you, man, uh, we didn't hear a lot of names. You can tell when a guy. So one thing, one thing you like about defensive backs, you can tell when they had a bad game, because it, over and over you're gonna see people catching balls on them. Like 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 Al, Eli Apple, he may have had a nice game, but the way the targets were thrown at him, with the way Terrence Williams 
did him in. And then the way Zeke ran him over, <laughs> you know, he, he could have done his job. But defense is what – it's the big plays you can wow people with. So, when you have the bad ones that don't look so good, you can get away with it. Yeah, speaking yeah. of Terrence, uh, messed his ankle up the first play of the game. I mean, he rolled it bad, How did man. that happen? Because the play wasn't anywhere near him. He was running down and stepped on the defensive back and rolled it bad. I mean, yep. he, he flipped the script on that one, man. Yeah, and then he kept, he, he kept playing. And he played through it. He had a bit of a limp the whole game. But mm-hmm. Somehow he, but he hauled butt when he needed to. That yes, nice he did. Uh, was that little screen they ran to him down. Uh, kind of they threw it out to him, and he mm. picked up the first down. He he looked good. Yeah, left the uh, left the locker room in a boot last night. Oh, he did. Yep, kind of a. Uh, oh, that's one of the ones once you t- once you took the tape off. <laughs> that's when the, the pain comes. Starts huh? wearing off. Huh? Yeah, and yeah, wasn't yeah. it almost. Six receptions, Sad. six day yards, yeah, man. That's a good night. He had a long of uh, twenty three. He had seven, seven targets, man. Yeah, and that and that's what you do. See, and I get example like Dez was targeted nine times. He only came up with two receptions. A lot of things factors into that, but you don't, you know, you want those. You want to be at least seventy eight percent on on them targets, man. Did you, you feel know? like they were fortunate to Dez some? I, I think. You have to because of who he is and the big plays that he can generate. So you run 60, 70, 80 plays, and you take eight of them and give them to your stud, and, and they did that. And uh, It turned out we got one for 35 yards, you know, but I'm thinking he's going to take that to the house. But uh, Janaris Jenkins, it's something to him. Yeah. He, he, he It's something to him because even when they call him for pass interference, I was, I, you know, I, I watched the game on a pure level. I'm like, if that's pass interference, they yeah. should have called the other two. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. Was, that, that, that dude, that yeah. dude was straight up balling, man. And uh, I was glad when Dez uh, finally broke free and got something, you know, because uh, but it was going at it. I mean, th- those are the matchups that you you dream of. And, as, as you know, it, it, it's not good for fantasy league football, but it's good for the purists. But, but you're right. They, they had him covered so well. Yeah. Terrence came up big. That's where they had to go with the ball, and he he did his job. Yeah, and we talked about with all the weapons on this offense, who gets the balls. Just listen to this. Terrence Williams, 68 yards. Witten, 59. Dez, 43. Zeke, 36. Cole, 32. Bryce Butler, 30 yards. And, I mean, that's Great almost – catch as, for yeah, Bryce, yeah. too. That's well, almost as even as you can spread it out. So, it's it, – are we looking at this the rest of the year where it's going to be pretty even and you're probably going to have one guy that's that's going to have over 100 but well the the, the more important thing is you went down the right road but you know you didn't catch the right trail you know you wasn't hound oh, dog what, right what I do reception Nate. 6 for Terrence Williams Witten 7 receptions Dez 2 Ezekiel 5 Cole Beasley 3 uh Bryce uh 1 that that's for 24 catches that that's that's where you worry about is is it enough balls? I mean, the yardage, you know, you can hit like we hit we hit Bryce for one time for thirty yards. Right. I mean, that was a pretty dive. Uh, what what'd you think when uh, Terrence goes out very first pass to Bryce, he drops it. <laughs> I was like it wasn't even a drop. It I'm went like, right through well, his, right through his hands. You know my prediction that he was gonna move up to number two on the chart. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Hey, what, what, then he uh, comes through with that big diving catch. Yeah. That's kinda who see, he's been. And Dak was rusty too. I mean in, it, not everything came together yesterday, and they still came away with a nice win. That, Those guys are going to be better. 
Wow, man. Patton came up with that one. Those, those guys are going to be Big back. Arthur. Way to go, <laughs> man. I, I'm with you on that, though. It is, you know, because the first thing, and before you got the training camp, Kurt, me and, me and uh, Beard was talking about it. I was like, he got to <laughs> catch the ball. He's got to catch the ball. And then as soon as that, I heard, boom. I kind of wanted to pull over because I was on my way from leaving one show coming over this. And I, I kind of wanted to pull over and say, Bryce, we talked about <laughs> Come on now. I mean, that that was the easy way to open the game up. And he made it difficult on himself with the great catch, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And uh, this this team, this team stayed true to itself. Uh, Dak, no wow plays, uh, Zeke showed you that when it's time to be patient, when it's time to get the necessary yards, I'm going to do what's necessary. We know he has the ability to make big plays. I'm going to tell you, man, Terrence Williams, hats off, young man. He really impressed me. He did what he asked him to do, and he got more when the opportunity presented itself. So, I mean, and Jason Witten is just Jason Witten. You know, I, I, we didn't see much of Hannah. Uh, we didn't see much of Swain, but it, it, that's why we didn't have enough balls. Yeah, you so. didn't see him on the stat sheet, but yeah. they did their job out there. Yeah. Yeah. Go around the horn real quick. we got a couple minutes left. Pick one guy that may not have gotten the headlines but was your unsung hero of the game. Kurt, who are you going with? Chris Jones. He had uh, oh. four punts, all of them 10-yard line or deeper. He kept the field position. I think that helped the defense. He – he helped create a long way like six to long nine and nine and a ten. Yeah, something like that. So he was he was on point. He's not gonna give you those big booming sixty yarders, but directionally and placement, I mean he's one of the best in the league. Nate I, I was gonna go with him too because I I read uh I can't think one of the guys wrote a good article about him. The real hero was Chris Jones and he 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 did his thing, man, as as a kicker, but also the other kicker. Four field goals. You stole mine. You just stole mine. Yeah. Dan Bailey. Yeah, see, we, and the thing about it is we never – expected now. Yeah, but we never talked. The whole – we don't do the hour show and never talked about these guys. I know. Never you talked know. about Witten breaking just, the record. Yeah. Huh? It's too much football going on, man. <laughs> we got tomorrow's show. We talked yeah. about that in the break. Like, this show had no structure because there were so many things we wanted to talk about. We just all over the place. Yeah, but, you know, we just talking – we talking like, you know – Just hanging with talk. the boys. Yeah, just hanging <laughs> – and and the thing about it is, you know, and I'm gonna put this out here before we forget. Yeah, call in tomorrow. Do we yes. have that number so we can tell folks to it's your it's your show tomorrow? Douglas, what's a, what's our number? It is on my desk. Yeah, 214-872-2102. <laughs> 214-872-2102. We'll tweet it out tomorrow as well. Yeah, we need y'all to call yeah. in, man. Follow us on Twitter. It's HW. TB HWTB will tweet out the uh, tweet out the number. We want to hear from you guys. We'd like to do that on Monday, but there's just so much to talk yeah. about, man. So we'll do it on Tuesday. By the way, real quick. Yeah. What about the unsung hero? Yeah. I noticed like Sunday Night Football, they interviewed Jalen Smith, mm -hmm. uh, I th uh, Witten, Dak, and, Witten. and Dak, mm -hmm. and and we mentioned this guy today. But did anybody have a better game yesterday than Sean Lee? I mean, did anybody do more? I mean, that guy was head Marcus hunting Lawrence. all day. Marcus Lawrence. Did he? Did he yeah, do more? Yeah, he did. Yeah, 
He, and it, and it, sometimes it don't come down to more. It just come down to when it was presented Impactful. to you, did you do it? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Sean Lee is Sean Lee. I don't take him for granted because guys like Jalen, he helps a lot. Got, you know, Damian Smith, he gets people lined up. He, he continues to talk and to to keep guys involved mentally in the game. So he, he's never to be uh, discarded. There was there was one series I had to walk back in the tunnel to uh, get connected to the Wi-Fi, and I was watching on the they had a TV in there, and I I swear there were about seven or eight plays in a row. Sean Lee was in the frame, either tackling the guy or on top of the guy that tackled the guy. Yeah, seven or eight plays in a row. So yeah, when Jalen gets healthy enough to headhunt like Sean Lee headhunts, it's going to be. Something to see. Remember, remember when Sean Lee tackled the guy? Uh, it was Shepard, and then your boy came in and jawed him in the ribs. <laughs> yeah. And that was a hit. That when Sean Lee yeah. and, and Jalen saw an opportunity to get in there, and oh, he like a missile. I'm like, wait to go. And I liked that play from Jalen because he <laughs> he waited and he was looking, and when he saw an opening where he saw the wrong color jersey, he speared up in there, bro. And maybe I'm using the wrong word, but he put his shoulder up in there, man. And I could hear uh, young Shepard going, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we're going to get out of here today. We'll be back tomorrow. We're going to take your phone calls. Nate, thanks for coming by. Hey, thank you, man. You're welcome. Kurt, thanks for taking Kurt, a break. Kurt, you wind up. Job. See, I'm sitting down now, smart guy. Uh, <laughs> that's a veteran move there. <laughs> Douglas, thank you for pushing all the buttons. You bet. Kent, wherever you are, thank you for what you do. Screw you guys. I'm going home. I am Shannon Gross. We will see you tomorrow. Hang with the boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?